In a world where sports rule the airways, there are two who dare to break from the norm. It's time for The Movie Zone, starring Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot, now playing on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's the Movie Zone. I'm Austin. He's Johnny. Welcome back from another week-long break. We're excited to be here. Actually, a week plus. Week and one day, buddy. Being uh, as it is a Friday and the Jazz playing last night. Fun series so far between the Jazz and Clippers. This is uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and I think it's one of those series that no matter what happens in the game before, you throw it out and start over the next game. Yeah, each game is its own series. Yep, for sure. All right, uh, we'll get into uh, a lot of chatter today. We've got the Movie Zone movie showdown here in a second. We've got a Movie Zone poll question of the week. We've got a soundtrack of the week I'm very excited about. Yeah, you are. We've got new movies that I'm excited about, some new movies that some, I'm not excited so, about. So I'm going to say some new movies you're excited about. A lot to get to today. Here it's like on, 16 uh, horror movies, and you want to see every one of them, right? None. None of them would be an accurate number. Okay, that's not that's not true. It is true. No, no. That, that there's 16 horror movies on the the docket tonight. Is there even one? There's one. Okay, well, it might as well not be on there because I don't even care about it. <laughs> uh, but we start each and every week out the exact same way. Movie Zone, movie showdown this week. Check us out on Twitter. I'm at Austin Horton. Johnny's Johnny Lightfoot One at Zone Sports Net for the station. Over the weekend, we send out a. Which movie is better poll question? Yes. Uh, it's the Movie Zone Movie Showdown, and I was digging a little John Hughes last weekend. I don't blame you. You really can't go wrong with John Hughes. The majority of it, there is some, there is some not-so-good ones. And depending on which critic you listen to, there's some really bad ones. But most of John Hughes are excellent. My absolute favorite movies. Favorite director, favorite writer, bar none, John yeah? Hughes. Uh, so I decided... On two John Hughes movies to go up head to head, and I'm really, really disappointed. I'm so disappointed in the response to this that I don't know if I'm going to do this again. Wow! And the, I like think the, the, the poll this question. This might be the end of the movies on movie showdown. Really? That's how upset I am with all of you people. Wow! Was it a short circuit blowout like a typical hands? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I thought these were <laughs> both. Uh, I thought these are both uh, near perfect movies. And they are. Okay. So you expected like a dead tie. Yep. Or at least a little more respect given to what I think is the much better movie. Okay. But it lost. 364 votes to split between Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay. And which one won? With 77 freaking percent of the vote, Ferris Bueller's Day Off won. Okay. And you agree with that? I do agree with You're that. You're a crazy person. I guess I'm fired from the movie zone now. Just like the poll question. Look, I'm, I'm cool if the majority prefer Ferris Bueller's to planes, trains, and automobiles. I get it. But not the vast majority you like want, that. Now, I will agree. I don't think it should be that big of a discrepancy. I think it should be closer. Um, but I, if, if it was a dead tie, I would expect Ferris Bueller's to win by 2%. Only because Twitter slants young. And Ferris Bueller's is a coming-of-age movie everyone sees. Not everyone sees Planes, Trains, and Automobiles because not everyone has good parents like I did. Welcome to my latest, like, three (laughs) weeks of movie polls questions. (laughs) So I'm disappointed in 77% of you 
And most of the responses, like the replies below, yeah. agree with me. Right. Uh, John Candy. Think of John Candy, a legendary actor with his category, his or his library of films. This is his best movie. And 23% say it's better than Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Save it. I loved John Candy in Tommy Boy. Oh, wait, that wasn't him. No, I hate you. I'm so just much. kidding. I'm kidding. No, you Put are some absolutely right. On his Planes, trains, and automobiles. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> it's a masterpiece movie. And great writing People by John Candy. People trying to run out of Wichita. <laughs> People <laughs> trying to run out of Stubbville. All right, so there you go. Uh, we'll see if I do it again. Johnny, it's your turn this weekend, so maybe uh, with a week break, I'll uh, calm down and do another one. We'll see. We'll see. It's all right, Austin. It's going to be okay. All right. Uh, we have how many new movies this week, Johnny? One, two, three, four, five. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. And another returning to the theater. So six. Well, and really, if we dip into next week, we've got an early release next week. It's right on Wednesday. We'll save the, the nuts and bolts of it for next week's show. But on Wednesday, you've got one that I'm really looking forward to. We need to talk about it, at least. At least just tease it and then get really heavy into it. Well, let's do that right now. All right. Next Wednesday, the release of The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. That's coming out, just so everyone knows, Wednesday 6-16. Yeah, June 16th. Yes. Uh, and The Hitman's Bodyguard was... Awesome. Phenomenally funny. It really was. I don't know how I feel about the sequel. I'm nervous. I'm a little nervous, too. They've added uh, Salma Hayek and Antonio Banderas. I mean, she was in the first one briefly. Briefly. But Antonio Banderas was added. Antonio Banderas. But we'll get into the nuts and bolts next week on that one. For sure. But it will be after it was released, so we wanted to make sure and let you know. I enjoyed the first one quite a lot. All right. Well, let's dive into the new releases this week, sir. I'll go first. I knew it. uh, Because... The second movie is the focus of this week. The second movie, I've <laughs> been called out by Larry Tassoni, our, our, the Megaplex film buyer and our good friend and listener of the show, because he has noticed, Austin, how great I am not with names. <laughs> I don't know how he could possibly have noticed. You're so, well, so good at hiding it. Uh, all right. Speaking of sequels that should never have been made, Peter uh. Rabbit 2 The Runaway comes out this week. A PG family adventure comedy starring James Corden, Damo Gleeson, Rose Byrne, David Oyelowo, and Margot Robbie, all of whom, except James Corden, have much better things to do with their acting talents than this movie. <laughs> I have to agree. The first one was tolerable. Thomas and B are now married and living with Peter and his rabbit family. <sighs> Bored of life in the garden, Peter goes to the big city where he meets shady characters and ends up creating chaos for the whole family. Available in D-Box Motion Seating and Dolby Atmos Sound, PG, Family Adventure Comedy, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. <sighs> Shouldn't this have come out at, like, Easter? I don't know what they're doing. Look, the first one was tolerable. It was fun, um, but it was tolerable. <laughs> Remember the first one had all those protests from allergy uh, groups because of the blueberries? <laughs> Did it really? Because they were shooting uh, Farmer McGregor with blueberries, and oh my that's, gosh. that's offensive to those of us who have blueberry allergies. And Oh, boy. I don't... I don't... There's not a James Corden movie that I've ever liked. Did you I not like, like Into show. the Woods? 
No. You being a musical guy, I thought you would have like loved that. We'll get that. into that later in the show. Okay. Because we're definitely talking musicals this week. I know. That is an abomination. <laughs> so there you go. Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. If you like to nap during movies, that's your movie. It will be a fun movie to take little kids to, to no. see rabbits talking and bouncing around <laughs> on the screen. And like you just said, Austin, you can take a nap. Yeah, for sure. All right, Johnny, but the meat of this week's release is I, ha- I saw a pirated like handheld uh, uh, version on YouTube of the Broadway hit of this movie. Yeah. And it was phenomenal. And now it's being made into a movie, or has been made into a movie. I cannot wait to see this one. Grease 2. We're no, talking. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Are you sure? I'm more than sure. Okay. I'm mad. <laughs> we are talking about In the Heights. It's a rated PG musical PG-13. drama. PG-13. PG-13, sorry. PG-13 musical drama. And here we go. <laughs> Starring Anthony Ramos. 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 Dang it. Owen one You know him. He played uh, uh, Philip on Hamilton. Melissa Barrera? Correct. Yay! One for one. Jimmy Smith's. Corey Hawkins, Leslie Gra- Leslie Grace, and Lynn Manuel Miranda. Manuel, ah! <laughs> <laughs> which a lot of people know him. You didn't. I did not. No. You learned about him though. However, I, I being completely honest, I know of his work. Yeah, for sure. I just didn't know his name. You would have had to have been in a coma to not know of his work. Okay, Austin, cue <laughs> the applause. What do you mean? Okay. Unavi. No. No. no? No, there's an S in there. Usnavi? Usnavi. Usnavi. That's what I said. Usnavi. (laughs) (laughs) A bodega owner who looks after the aging Cuban lady next door pines for the gorgeous girl working in the neighboring beauty salon and dreams of winning the lottery and escaping escaping to the shores of his native Dominican Republic. Meanwhile, Nina, a childhood friend of Unavis, Usnavis, with that guy, has returned to the neighborhood from her first year of college with surprising news for her parents, who have spent their life savings on a on building a better life for their daughter. Ultimately, Usnavi. Thank you. And the residents of the close-knit neighborhood get a dose of what it means to be home. I think Larry Tassoni wrote this purposely for me. <laughs> he put Usnavi so many times in there because he knew he's secretly laughing right now. Usnavi's the star of the show, man. I, okay. And Anthony Ramos is a top ten actor in the world right now, and people just don't know it. Uznavi. He's playing Uznavi. Uznavi. Yeah. Uznavi. Available in IMAX, D-Box Motion Scene, and Dolby <laughs> Atmos Sound. I promise you, promise you, promise you, this will win Oscars. Really? Not just for the music. It will win Oscars. Now, for, for whatever. You now, name it, I can see it being nominated in every category. Okay, you said you've screened it? Not this movie. Okay, you saw the musical. It was released in 2005, I believe, on Broadway. Okay. Written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who went on, after he made some money off of In the Heights, he went on and took a bunch of the same cast of In the Heights, wrote and produced Hamilton, who? which made him an uber, uber star. worldwide star. Right. 
Uh, and it in the Heights, I think, is a better show really? than Hamilton. Now, i got to be honest. I, I've seen this trailer for quite a while. And the first trailer they cut, I was not super excited about it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. But my buddy and co-host over here says it's going to be awesome. I'm going to believe what he says. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. Honestly, there's some tough stuff in this show. Really? And then the music and the dancing, it will be good. If you are a musical person, this is a no-brainer must-go today to go see it. Okay. If you're a non-musical person but liked such hits uh, like Greatest Showman, if you liked Greatest Showman, you will love In the Heights. I did like Greatest Showman. Then you will love In the Heights because it's... 8,000 times better. I did not like Les Mis, the movie. Who did? I did not like Cats, <laughs> the movie. No, Cats. Speaking of James Corden movies, right. if he's in it, pass. Okay. So, In the Heights. And that brings us to our poll question this week. Hop on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot One. Name the best and worst musical movie. Not movie with music in it, but a musical movie. Musical movies, like we just mentioned. Les Mis, Cats, Grease, something yeah. of that vein. Exactly. Uh, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot One. All right, we've got uh, a few more uh, new movies this week, Johnny. Okay, you want to take it? I'll go with take uh, it? I'll go with the the Misfits. Excuse me, a rated R action adventure thriller starring Pierce Brosnan, Jamie Chung, and Tim Roth. I love Tim Roth. After being recruited by a group of unconventional thieves, renowned criminal Richard Pace, played by Pierce Brosnan, finds himself caught up in an elaborate gold heist that promises to have far-reaching implications on his life and the lives of countless others. Johnny? Have I seen this movie before? You think you have. Okay. You haven't. Really? It it has some... It has a very unique setting that hasn't been done in a heist movie before. Interesting. But this is criminals stealing from worse criminals. Okay. It's that story. I don't mind that. It will be fun. It will be thrilling. It, you will laugh. You will roll your eyes. And you'll have a good time. This is definition popcorn movie. I cannot wait to see this. I what comes to mind, and uh, tell me, over under, the Italian job, the remake. Uh, the Italian job will be better than this. But it's in the same vein. Okay. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like good heist movies, especially criminals stealing from criminals. That's very different. I like that. <laughs> okay. All right, the next movie up is Queen Bees, a rated PG-13 comedy starring Ellen Burstyn, James Caan, James Curtin, and Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Great I, I, Scott! I cannot believe he's still acting. Good for him. Good for him. James Caan, too. Uh, starring Christopher Lloyd slash Greg Popovich. <laughs> okay, this is a very similar. <laughs> See what I did yeah. right there? See that? After reluctantly agreeing to move into a senior's home, a woman encounters a cliché of mean-spirited women and an enormous widow. What? Oh, a click. click. Oh, yeah. it's not a cliché? No. It's click? Yeah. Click is not spelled that way. It's a C-L-I-C-K. Click. No, <laughs> not that. It's a different click. <laughs> a woman encounters a click of mean-spirited <laughs> women and an uh, amorous widower. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, have you seen the trailer for this? I have. It, it, and they even make reference to this in the movie it is mean girls at a rest home that's this movie yeah i can see that it will be um not a must see it will not be a movie that you'll regret having not seen in the theater is this a dollar night but i think you'll have a good fun time just checking out of life and laughing at old people acting like <laughs> high schoolers in a rest home. Well, I tell you, I could use a good laugh. I think you'll laugh at this movie. It won't be the best movie you've ever seen, but I don't think you'll have 
huge overhanging regrets if you do go to see it. I, I will I will see it. I don't know if I'll see it this weekend, but definitely a five dollar Tuesday. Okay, I so, like that. Uh, and then there is Censor, a rated R horror. After viewing the strangely familiar video, <laughs> Enid, a film censor, sets out to solve the past mystery of her sister's disappearance, embarking on a quest that dissolves the line between fiction and reality. No thanks. Wow, you should do voice work. Tell us about, <laughs> tell us about Fast Fridays continuing at Megaplex. <laughs> well, Fast Fridays is continuing on 611 with That's Furious today. 7. I know. <laughs> of course, they are building up to the brand new release, Furious 9, or whatever it's called this time. The names of those movies are not great, but they're fun <laughs> movies. You can see this absolutely free at select Megaplexes. Jump on megaplextheaters.com, find where you want to see it or where it's available, and go check out a free fun movie absolutely all right that's it for segment one we went way longer yep. than i uh, thought we would but that's fine it was it was a good segment it was fun coming up next we have a bazillion responses to the poll question so but not there's never not room for your response never on twitter at austin horton at johnny lightfoot one what is the best and worst musical movie We'll get to that as well as a soundtrack of the week on the other side when The Movie Zone returns. Larry's laughing right now. <laughs> you'll be back soon, you'll see. you remember you belong to me. You'll be back, time will tell. You're locked on to The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, 97.5, The Zone, Johnny Lightfoot, Austin Horton. This is The Movie Zone, and Austin, I know this song. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know the name of this song, but I know this is I from Hamilton. I, I think it's a You'll Be Back is the name of the song. It is from Hamilton. It's Prince George singing uh, to the coloners or the the colonists saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you think you want your own country? We'll see. We'll it's, see. It's the comedy comedic relief of Hamilton, and he steals the show every single time. My favorite that ever did it is actually Jonathan Groff, who you see in the Disney Plus mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. So. I did watch that version, by the way. And uh, the reason this is playing is Soundtrack of the Week. I forced Johnny. He did. To research and learn about Lin-Manuel Miranda. You, like you said, were familiar with his work. His work, not his name. You literally said, let's do Lin-Manuel Manuel Miranda. And I said, who? And you said, who are they? Who's, I don't know. That, I don't know that band. <laughs> Meaning, yeah, you thought it was a trio of some kind. Yeah. So tell us about right. Lin Manuel Miranda. I did my research, and Lin Manuel Miranda, born January sixteenth, nineteen eighty. He is an American actor, singer, songwriter, rapper, and he's awesome at it. Director, producer, and playwright. He created and starred in the Broadway musicals. In the Heights mm-hmm. and Hamilton. His awards, this is impressive, Austin. His, inwar- his awards include a Pulitzer Prize wow. to Lawrence Oliver, uh, Olivier. Olivier. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Lawrence Olivier Awards, three Tony Awards, three Grammy Awards, an Emmy Award, a MacArthur Fellowship, and a Kennedy Center Honor in 2018. Wow. 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 And the best part of all that, Johnny? Yeah. He is the most humble, down to earth, just normal dude. Really? Yeah. 
Just down-to-earth cool guy. He is the same person as he was when he had no money as he is now that he has all of the money. That's awesome. Which is awesome. That's good. Not That doesn't happen a lot. Now, Lin-Manuel wrote the music and lyrics for the 2008 Broadway musical In the Heights. The stage musical has been made currently into a film titled In the Heights. We just talked about it last segment, <laughs> which is scheduled to be released this month. <laughs> Today. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> His work won the Tony Award for Best Original Score. The show's cast album won the Grammy Award for Best Musical Theater Album. And the show won the Tony Award for Best Musical. This is all from In the Heights, by mm-hmm, the way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. The music is going to be... You're going to leave the theater, I think, singing this music. I think if, you haven't, if you're not familiar with In the Heights, you, don't have to, you will still love it if you go. But honestly, dial up the soundtrack right now. You will love it, even not knowing what they're singing about. Like I told you, Austin, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, huh. But uh, reading and learning about Lin-Manuel Miranda, I loved it. And all these awards, it's got to be fantastic. I love that he comes from an immigrant family. He comes from a, 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 a that pulled their themselves up by their bootstraps and made a name here in America. And yet he still, a generation or two later, was still penniless. Didn't grow up with a lot. And nope. And just carved out this incredible piece of history in entertainment for us. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. And you helped me learn something about music. So there you go. There it is. We we switched roles. We did, and I like that. You you uh, you learned something this week. I have no problem learning. <laughs> I'm not I'm not the be end all. I'm not the end all be all. <laughs> I'm still struggling from the first segment here. Those speaking roles. I'm not the alpha. Or the Omega, but it might be the Beta. Yes, or the Tri-Lambda-Lambda-Lambdas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if you want to learn more, let's learn what our listeners think is a good and bad musical movie. This ought to be interesting. Hop on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at John Lightfoot one at Zone Sports Net, because of In the Heights hitting your movie screens right now at your local theater. We asked you, what are the best and worst musical movies? Not movies with music, because that's pretty much every movie. That's every movie. But musical movies, the best and the worst. Zach. Zach did a little extra credit, even. Zach said, best, Fiddler on the Roof. Good choice. Worst, high school musical, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Favorite, The Sound of Music. Mm. So he added a little uh, bonus Man. answer there. I, what's your favorite Sound of Music song? Uh, Edelweiss. Edelweiss. It's so beautiful, oh, it's right? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and no one will ever do it as well as Christopher Plummer did it. No. May he rest in peace. Yes. Chris says the best musical movie, he has several. Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. La La Land, okay. Les Miserables. Nope, that's wrong. Yep. Singing in the Rain, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Grease. Yeah. So Chris likes musicals. He like hey, right on. The worst he says are high school musicals or cats. The music, the movie cats, yes. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's what we're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, let's don't confuse that well, with except, the amazing stage play. Oh, I don't think the play's good either. You don't like that no. really? Mm-mm. Boy, New York would disagree. I, don't, I know. It's the longest running. Mm-hmm. It just closed though, thank you. Thankfully. <laughs> Finally. I hate it. Dogs is set to open soon. Dogs. <laughs> they finally get their day. <laughs> but it's just a bunch of people dressed as dogs sniffing each other and chasing after cars. <laughs> Want to play ball? Play ball? Play ball? <laughs> Robert says, so many that I love. How can I pick? They're like my children and grandchildren. I can't pick. 
but the worst is easy. It's Grease too. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> he's not wrong. And right there, I would put Lay Miz with Grease too. <laughs> uh, Coach Red Blair Blair Red says low hanging fruit here, but the best is Grease, mm-hmm. and the worst is Grease too. Yep, Lloyd. Is it Cole? How do you pronounce that? I don't know. Let me read it. I'm sure I'll get it wrong. Lloyd Cole. Uh, it says he works here at the zone. But I I'm don't not, know him. I've never heard of it. Uh, Who? He, he sends in a gif of, oh, what is the name of this movie, with Channing Tatum and his now ex-wife, uh, uh, Jenna, De, De, Jenna DeWitt or whatever. Okay. Uh, where he's a, a, a hoodlum, a street hoodlum, who gets set, sentenced to some... Uh, community service and decides oh. to join a musical troupe. That movie was crap. Take it to the streets? Now what? I don't know, but it's crap. What? I saw no, it. come on. It's what is so the name bad of that movie? I didn't even want to know it's the name of bad? it. It's not bad? Dude. It's not bad. Dude. All right, we're finding this out. <sighs> uh, Wasting uh, precious uh, airtime on this. Uh, ex-wife. It's sad. Step up. That's yeah. it. And then the, there is step up, take it to the streets. Right. That's where I got that from. Taken to the streets. Jenna Dewan is uh, his ex-wife. Y- yeah. Next. <laughs> oh, get out of here. It's good. It's good. All right. Uh, Robert <laughs> says, best sound of music. Worst. High school musical, pick any of them. Yeah. A lot of hate for high school musicals. There's also a lot of love because it was here. It was made. They are still made here. The TV series. A lot of people grew up in junior high watching them. Yeah, they made it East High School right up there. Uh, but I uh, I agree, it's never been good. Truthfully, Sorry. I have only seen them in passing. Well, then you win. The, you know, the best version of High School Musical was when... Your eyes were closed? South Park remade I their version of it. Oh, Did it's they good. really? Yeah, it's good. Colton says Chicago is my fave. Okay, good choice. Uh, Ryan says best is La La Land, worst, literally every other musical movie. Okay, Ryan. Every other? All right, Ryan. Okay, someone doesn't like musicals. Thanks for playing, but you don't always have to answer. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Hey, you're entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong. Kyle says the best musical (laughs) movie is Newsies. Oh, good choice. He might be right. The worst is Cats. Yep. Brandon says any musical is bad except Repo Man. Is that a musical? I don't you know. There's music in it. Best, says Rob, uh, or Mike, rather, is Newsies. Worst is Les Mis. Yep, correct. My wife won't like that because the first time my wife really hung out with my family, we met at uh, a theater, uh, Megaplex in Centerville, and saw Les Mis in the theater. And oh. so my wife has like that connection with that. And Austin, you know that means you have to like it. No. I like some of the performances in it, mm-hmm. and I like... Was Russell Crowe your favorite ever? No, he's the worst. Yes, he is. That might be the worst. In fact, if he was not part of that movie, it would be pa- It would pass. As but, decent? But because he just takes, oh, it's horrible. in my opinion, the greatest figure in musical history and just... Poops everywhere with it. <laughs> he the movie goes down with him. So. They thought they were getting Gladiator, and they got uh, that. They, they sh- if you ever have they got time Mr. Bean and can find it, check out the behind the scenes where the director is begging Russell Crowe to stay on the beat, <laughs> begging him. Okay. He has to like stand in front of him and Count? snap his fingers. Oh no! It's off, and then Russell Crowe has to do this little bounce thing as he sings to keep with the beat. It's terrible. 
Wonderful. All right. Uh, Brett says the greatest showman is the goat. Mm. It's good. It's really good. I don't know if it's the goat. I don't like that it... The only problem I have with greatest showman... Philo... Or not Philo. <laughs> not Philo <laughs> T. Farnsworth. Uh, uh, Finney, uh, Barnum. P.T. Barnum. P.T. Was a really bad person. They don't show it in the movie at all. No. <laughs> in fact, they make it the exact opposite. Yeah, and then they have this like redeeming end where he figures out the little things he did wrong in the movie well some of them were bigger like almost cheating on his wife <laughs> that's and why maybe it's in his heart doing so but that's why the movie's called based on a true story but then that uh from now on song that never happened no pt barnum said he's famous for saying any publicity is good publicity just spell my name right he didn't care. He's a jerk. Nicholas or was a jerk. Said, but it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Nicholas says, always loved watching Newsies. Yep. Carson, Les Mis, the movie is terrible. Speaking of someone in the current production at the Hill. Oh, that's our guy Carson. He's with my brother in Les Mis. He called oh, into cool. Jazz Playoff Overtime. Right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, Cody Nilsson, best Dear Evan Hansen, worst Cats. To which I immediately was like, What? Responded and said, how have you already seen the Dear Evan Hansen movie? It doesn't come out until, like, Christmas. So how did he do it? He said, no, just hoping it will be the best. Oh, so it's an assumption. Definitely my favorite musical, he says. Okay. Which, that makes sense. It's it's not a feel, it's not a happy musical, but it's okay. really good music. Uh, but I was about to be in a rage of jealousy that he had seen he it He had already somehow. seen it, and we didn't get our screeners yet. So hmm. what, what, I know your answer, Johnny, and it's for good reason, it is... Not my favorite. I think the subject matter is questionable at best. Sure. But I I like the music. Grease, baby. Grease. And you and your mom have that bond. I have that connection with my mom and Grease. And uh, I remember coming home and she was always watching it while she was cleaning the house or doing something around the house. And it was just on in the background. Even as she was working in the house, she was still on in the background. And it it just brings back memories. Now, you're right. The song Grease Lightning, if you really listen to the lyrics. Or Summer Lovin'. It's not very, you know. And we're talking, these are teenagers singing these things. I know. (laughs) But. But it's still good. Uh, Some love him. No, come on. No? No. It's icky. Really? Yeah. I got chills. They're multiplying. But the opening song for Greece. And I'm losing control. Right. And the power you're supplying. It's electrifying. Better shape up. Boop, boop, boop. It's all about trying to. Do things, and you shouldn't be doing things like that. Okay. Until you're. But it's hydromatic. Not a teenager. It's systematic. At the Why very it's least. Greased lightning. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Thanks for playing along. Your best and worst <laughs> musical movies. Uh, you go with Grease. Oh, it's. I'm like, uh, was it Robert who said. Oh, no. Yeah, Robert said, there's so many. How can I pick? I am a musical nerd. I love musicals, I love musical movies. Uh, one we didn't wasn't mentioned here, Enchanted. I think mm. should get a nod. I have to go a little old school, and I'm I'm spacing completely on the movie. But as soon as I say this name of the song, "The Rain in Spain," oh, with Audrey Hepburn. Yes, yeah, that's uh, a good musical. Uh, uh, what is the name of that movie? Mm-hmm. Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> no, Close. It's, it's the other one with Audrey Hepburn. Uh, my fair lady. My fair lady. Yeah, 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 my yeah, fair lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yep. Uh, but my answer probably is Newsies. 
Newsies is fabulous. It, it actually is what got me into musicals. My was guitar tech was in fa- in that movie. Oh, uh, uh, Nathan Sterner. Well, we also had David Moscow. Well, of course, David Moscow, yeah. On the movie That's zone. how I know David Moscow is through my old guitar tech and their cousins, oh, Nathan that's, Sterner. That's incredible. And he was in that movie in just a small background role. I think he had, he said one line, and I've still looked for him, and I he looks like a totally different person back then than he does now. So I don't know, but uh, I know he was in that movie. Well, Moscow confirmed it. Uh, that his cousin was in it? Yes. Oh, yeah, because we talked about it, you didn't believe him. Right. <laughs> Uh, David Moscow played Davy. Yeah. In uh, Newsies. Yes. The, the the always wanting to do the right thing kid. And this is a few years after he did probably his greatest role in Big. Big, yeah. He was in Honey later on. Yeah. Just married. He did a lot of movies with. Uh, uh, oh, I'm spacing on her name. Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. Yeah. Yep. She liked him. She liked him a lot for good reason. He's oh a good yeah, actor. he's a great actor. All right, so there you go. That would probably be my answer. I like Newsies. Good choice there, Austin. All right, coming up next, we will uh, get you uh, from the archives. Now we're stepping back away from the musicals. We've done our musicals. For we the, have. We will have a, a song coming back, obviously, that we'll touch on as well. But we are going back to the beginning of the Movie Zone today. Mm-hmm. The Movie Zone Movie Showdown. I was on a kick last weekend of my favorite director slash writer, and that spawned Johnny's uh, choice for From the Archives. Now, I got to tell you, I'm just going to give a little tease. I have not seen many movies with such a discrepancy between critics and fans. Oh, I didn't know that. This, it's wide gap? Wide gap. Between what, one, what the critics and fans think? Yes. Oh, man. I'm, I'm guessing that the critics hated it. Yes. And the fans loved it. Yes. Now, you do see that a lot, but this is a pretty wide gap. Well, it's it's hard to... Uh, Semi-wide It's gap. hard to uh, hit lightning in a bottle. It's harder 67 times. Yeah. There's a big old hit. But 66 times he did. <laughs> right. Six, 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 six times, really. Wow, wow. Now, 66 times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be back with From the Archives here on The Movie Zone. Open your eyes, let's begin. Yes, it's really me, it's Maui. Breathe it in. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Johnny Lightfoot on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Final segment here on the Movie Zone. Yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know this from Moana, of course. Uh, He is our soundtrack of the week. In the Heights, starring the incredible Anthony Ramos, is uh, in theaters now. It is what got Lin Manuel Miranda on the map. He won a Tony mm-hmm. for the In the Heights musical back on Broadway in the 2008, I think. Uh, and yes. uh, you can uh, go see it in the theaters now. Get it in IMAX if you can. You will love it. I promise, promise, promise. He has nine an, out of ten of you will love this movie. He has an amazing resume for awards. That's Lin-Manuel? all I'm going to say. Yes, yeah. amazing. Yep, he's won them all, including a Pulitzer Prize. I could see him. What's that? What's it called? The not the Grandma, <laughs> where the, you win a, a Grammy, an Oscar, an Emmy, uh, the Triple Crown, uh, yeah, the Tony, and something else. I'm not. Thinking I don't of know right what now. they actually call that. But, God, what uh, do they call it? Uh, it's like an epoch or something. Is it an epoch? Sure. Uh, I think is that an, uh, no? Those no, were in Return of the Jedi. That's not an epoch. Anyway, <laughs> he might get one of those someday. Uh, so there you go. That's our soundtrack of the week. But we started today's show off. Talking about my John Hughes love. Oh, yeah. There's not a John Hughes movie that I dislike. I'm with you. 
And I, I am with you right there 100%. All, even Pretty in Pink all the way down to, uh, of course, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. or uh, Breakfast Club. Even he gets he gets credit on the really bad Home Alones. He does because he some of the scripts were found after his untimely passing, uh, so yes. he gets credit on those. Even though I don't think he would claim them because they're terrible. But he may have wrote a line or two, and they're like, "Hey, let's throw John Hughes's name in this." Yep, yep. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, I was on a John Hughes kick. I thought that Ferris Bueller and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles will be a closer contest. And 77% said Ferris Bueller's better than Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh, and uh, that made me upset because Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is maybe a perfect movie. But anyway, that made Johnny <laughs> think, well, four from the archives. Yes. Let's talk about a John Hughes. That's right. And since it is officially spring, starting to turn into summer, everyone is spending time in the mountains or at a lake. I figured mm. let's talk about... 1988's The Great Outdoors. Okay, so known, little known, and unknown facts about the great, the Great Outdoors, which I only saw within the last two, maybe three years. Really, and loved every yeah. single second of it. Just found out on the big show the other day. Gordon's never seen it. Really? Yeah. And wow. uh, so he's been challenged to go watch it and think and see if he thinks it's funny. Okay. Because Jake and I have talked it up so much that I'm afraid maybe it won't be as funny to him now because we said it was so great. That can happen. You might have have oversold it, but hopefully he likes it. But uh, I'll be honest. I don't know much about the making and behind the scenes, so I'm excited for this. All right. The Great Outdoors, directed by Howard, who cares? Written by John Hughes. Howard Deutsch. I know. I'm kidding. He's married to Leah Thompson, and he did a lot of the John Hughes movies. Starring Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Stephanie Farsi, Annette Benning, more on that later. Chris Young had a budget of twenty-four million. That's it. That's it. Huh. But worldwide gross, forty-three point five million. In nineteen eighty-eight, so that'd be a hundred and twenty million now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good. Rated good. rated PG with a runtime of ninety-one minutes, which is an hour and thirty-one minutes. Now here's a discrepancy. Thank you, for that. you bet. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, forty-four percent for the critics. Forty-four. Yeah. Oh, they're crazy. They're calling it horrible. They're crazy. Seventy percent for the fans. What did, did they? So here's the real problem. Critics look at every movie based on if it's going to be best picture or not. This was right. never going to be best picture. No, they didn't. They didn't make it. To try no, and be best picture. They just tried to make a funny outdoor movie even, about camping and family life. I even think seventy seven's low for the fans, but I can I can totally see some people not liking the movie. I, I agree. Well, this was a third and final film written by the duo John Hughes and director Howard Do- Deutsch. The earlier two movies we talked about were Pretty in Pink from 1986 and Some Kind of Wonderful from 1987. Two amazing movies. Awesome movies. Now, I put a little asterisk next to Annette Benning. This is the debut feature film of Annette Benning. Oh, really? Did you know that? She hadn't been in a movie no. before this? Wow. I find that really interesting. Now, the original movie was titled Big Country. I am very glad they changed the name of it. I like Big Country, too, though, but The Great Outdoors is. There was a band around that same time called Big Country, and their song was called Big Country. So the last thing we need is a movie called Big Country. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
You see where I'm going there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the original theatrical tra- trailers show footage deleted from the finished film. Chet, who's played by John Candy, taking an affectionate, affectionately to a mounted moosehead. So he falls in love with a moosehead. Of course. Of course. Roman, played by Dan Aykroyd, uttering an unearthly, unearthly belch at the dinner table, and Roman with his annoying laugh in another scene. In standard film version, the laugh is only heard when Roman and his clan first arrive at the cabin. So Roman and his uh-huh. family, when they first show up. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't like it when they do that. When they put deleted scenes in the uh, trailers and don't put them in the movies, I think it's a bit of false advertising. Oh, I see, I see. But I thought you were going to say you don't like that they... Show us the deleted scenes later. No, show me the deleted yeah. scenes on the DVD extras or whatever. But don't say they're in the movie and then Don't not. show me it in the trailer because, oh, hey, this is going to be the best part of the movie. Watch, I can't wait to see this. What happened to that scene? Yeah, if, it, if, you, if you didn't think it was good enough to keep in the movie, don't put it don't in the trailer. Don't show it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, in a scene where they return from the restaurant... The raccoons, which I think are some of the stars of this movie, <laughs> has strewn garbage everywhere. Chet gets sick when Roman mentions maggots. <laughs> Chet runs to the bathroom and the family follows. Now, Austin, if you look closely behind the staircase, you can see Dan Aykroyd counting down three, two, one, with his hand to cue everyone for the reaction to Chet throwing up. Wow. Yeah, you got to look closely. It's I will there. I will check that out right after the show, in fact. Really? Yeah, I'm going to look it up on YouTube. Now, John Hughes has intent, had intended to direct this picture himself, but scheduling conflicts did not allow it. I don't know if it could have been any better if John Hughes did it. I think it was a good movie. He wrote it, right? So, he wrote it. And Howard Deutsch, I trust him, and he did great with it. So. Yes. Now, in the movie, the family eats at Paul Bunyan's Cupboard. Of course. The, uh, you know, the old 96er, <laughs> what a, right? What a great name for Paul a, Bunyan's yes. Cupboard. <laughs> well, there is a very popular restaurant in northern Wisconsin called Paul Bunyan's Cook Shanty. Oh, well, they, they, that's a better name than that. Unfortunately, the 96er is not on the menu, and they <laughs> are missing out. Yeah, they need to change that right now. You have to eat. All of it, by the way. <laughs> I'm done. They're still They're gristle. They're still <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. They should now, especially now that the, the movie has been made, put that on there. Yes. Put that on the menu and capitalize. Right. I don't know why they're doing it. They're not, are not, not doing gonna, it. You, I mean, you come can't on. Get sued for using a number no. on your menu. They need to put they are missing out on a big marketing yeah, thing. For sure. Uh, this is one of two major Hollywood country set comedies released in nineteen ninety eight. You have any idea what the other one was? Nineteen eighty eight. Nineteen eighty eight. What did I say? Ninety eight. Nineteen eighty eight, thank uh, you. Country comedy in nineteen eighty eight. Another SNL cast member. Oh, God, I was going to say Overboard, so that's not right. Nope, nope. Yeah. The movie was Funny Farm with oh, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, yeah. Both pictures debuted in the same month, June 1988, two weeks apart from each other. I haven't seen Funny Farm. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah. And I just put this one on because I think this is funny that someone even mentioned this. Austin, The Great Outdoors was the 25th. 25th biggest film at the American box office for the year of 1988. Sweet. We came in 25th. We did it, everybody. Yahoo!
Forty-four uh, fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics, but we're number tw- we're twenty-five. <laughs> we're twenty-five. The twenty-fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you haven't seen The Great Outdoors, put the kids to bed and watch it. Absolutely. This is and a fun movie. If the movie. kids are closer to teenage years, get let them watch it. Yeah. This is. I don't see anything really too bad in this movie for early teenagers. No, just some poop words. For the yeah, youngsters. Look, that's in that's in every movie. That's gotta be, be in Peter Rabbit. Bear. It's in Peter Rabbit. That's true. All right. Well, I love it. The Great Outdoors. Gordon, see it. See it, see Gordon. It, Gordon. All right. If you missed it, In the Heights is the big release this week. Check it out. Uh, you can podcast this show or catch the replay tomorrow on Saturday at five and Sunday morning at eight AM. Johnny, great stuff. I'll see you on Jazz Playoff Overtime. Yes, and, and Larry Tassoni, thank you for the hard words and names. And thank you for the hard work. Well, and giving us a name. That goes without saying, but he purposely <laughs> changed those words tonight to make not. it. He wrote that so he would put Uznavi. Uh, Uznavi, thank you. Still, I still can't remember it. He put it in there like five times. I know he's secretly laughing, and after this show's done, I'm going to have a text from him where it's just someone laughing, a gif of someone laughing. We got to go. There's, bees, there's a bees game to get to. Bye. <laughs> All right, he's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back next week. This is the Movie Zone.